Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 114. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilil Springer. This week on the show, we're reviewing everything that's been going on in April. That includes our top logs, recent podcast episodes, and what's new in Forest. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Killian. The dust has finally settled for you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Won't be traveling until June, I believe. For anyone that's just tuning in, um, this was in relation to the Salon Owner Summit in Chicago, the roadshow, where there was a hell of a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah, few flights cancelled. We managed to pull every string and get everyone there um, on the day, at least the speakers and most of the audience as well. We didn't have too many constellations in the end. So I think everyone was very pleased by how the day went. <laughs> so looking at April now, the monthly roundup for April, let's kick it off with, because I don't know, have we done this in a while? But um, books, books we're reading. Yeah, I think we did this last on episode 110 or 11. It was with Katie Whitledge. Since then, I brought with me The Obstacle is the Way on the Plane to Chicago, which uh, I felt was very ironic because as I was reading the very first or second chapter of the book, the captain of the plane said that we were turning around and going to Toronto. So for <laughs> anyone who has listened to the episode 113 from the Salon Owner Summit Roadshow, you'll know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, then I strongly recommend you go listen to that episode. But The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Um, yeah, I'm finally getting into it after we got it from the summit in January. Yeah, yeah, I think I have two copies of that now at this stage. Actually three, because I had the audio version, which I'd already read. We got a book free at the conference and then Ronan, our CEO, gave me one as well. So I have <laughs> loads of copies of that book, but it's a good well, book. Well, I hope you read it. <laughs> read it twice now. <laughs> so what are you reading now then? So um, I was going for a run there on Saturday and I don't really like listening to music when I'm running because it kind of throws me out of sync with the pace and all. So I like to listen to podcasts or audio books and I decided that that I was going to give The Power of Habit by Charles de Huyg. I'm probably definitely saying that second name wrong. De Huyg or Duig or, um, yeah, Charles. <laughs> but um, it's a book that everyone talks about. And I said, I'll finally crack into it. The problem is the book is so good that I couldn't pay too much attention to it while running. So I'm only about an hour into it with the audio version. So I don't have too much to talk about it. But the second book I just finished today... To be honest, I didn't listen to the full book because I couldn't get a full audio version, but it was the summary of Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as If Your Life Depended on It from Christopher Voss. And the five big ideas that came out of that one were negotiation begins with listening. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> making it all about the other people, validating their emotions and creating enough trust and safety for a real conversation to begin. Then the second point was using mirrors to encourage the other side to empathize and bond with you. What do you mean by using mirrors? Using mirrors. So basically, um, it's kind of like reflecting what they're doing, their body language and repeating back kind of the last few words and stuff they said. You know, like that repetition. It's like when I, when I kind of start nodding my head looking to you and then you start nodding your head. <laughs> yeah, like I just did right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Then he talks about tactical empathy. So it's bringing our attention to both the emotional obstacles and the potential pathways to getting an agreement done. 
the fourth one was talking about labeling, which I, I, I thought this one was quite interesting. So it's giving someone's emotion a name um, to get close to someone without asking about external factors you know nothing about. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of picking up on different cues from someone. Um, like if they're kind of hiding something behind a wall, if they've built up a wall and it's picking up on those cues and kind of labeling them so you can refer back to them later on. And then the final one, which I found very interesting, was sometimes no provides a great opportunity for you and the other party, because by saying no, you can move on from there knowing what they don't want. Because sometimes when people say yeah, they don't mean yeah. It could be like a fake yeah, or um, what does he call it? A counterfeit yeah. So yeah, that's right. Or yeah, you're right. Doesn't mean I necessarily believe it. I'm just saying yes to kind of push you away. Yeah. And I do get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Really good point. The summary was only an hour and 15 minutes. I couldn't believe how fast I got through it. The light to say it was the fastest book I've ever gotten through because it takes me ages to get through books. But yeah, broken down very well. It's on Audible and I definitely recommend that one. Well, awesome. And uh, I believe you have, if we're getting into, I suppose, more of the episode, I believe you have quite a few things to say about the product features and updates with Forest. Yeah, this is a new feature for anyone using Forest. It's the services screen. So over the coming weeks, we'll be slowly rolling out this big update. Now, there's a lot of work done behind services. This is a massive kind of improvement. Um, the update will also include changes on how the access works in your Forest system. So the two main areas it covers is, or the two problems that it's solving here is that there's too many staff categories in Forest for each salon. And it's kind of improving the chain library. So anyone that has multi-branch salons. So just to dig into it a little bit deeper here, the first problem is that there's too many staff categories. So right now the staff category um, an employee is in controls three things. It controls the duration of each service, their pricing for each service, and their access to the system. The problem with this setup is that many staff members have the same role in a business, but would charge different prices or have different durations. So think of staff category like a senior stylist. So let's say we have Emma and Daryl, they're both senior stylists. They both charge the same price, but Daryl happens to take 10 minutes longer to do, say, a cut and color or a cut and styling. So now salons have to create two staff categories. So instead of a senior stylist, we create a senior stylist, Emma, and a senior stylist, Daryl. And because staff category controls an employee's access to the system, we now have to configure the access for each of those categories. It's essentially, you have to take loads of different access boxes. So um, what it means is basically it's a real time consuming process for anyone setting up staff categories. That's a whole lot of information there. What's the solution? We have it broken down into three stages here. So the staff category will control the pricing of services and nothing else. So that's all it's going to control. Durations will be controlled at an individual level on each service. For example, Emma will be 30 minutes, Daryl will be 45 minutes. And then the third one is access will be controlled by a new category known as access level. And you mentioned that there was two problems with uh, the services screen. What was the second problem? The chain library. Yeah, exactly. So this is more for kind of multi-branch salons. So um, businesses to have a range of salons. At the moment, shared services are controlled from two places in Forest, the services section on the manager screen and the services chain library. So as you'd imagine, if you have to update one in services, then you have to go and update it again in chain library. So what solution have the product guys come up here? Well, the regular services section and the chain library services section have both been now combined into one. 
So it will still be in the same location as the old services screen, which means that the services section will cater to both the business and the branch values of a service. So essentially, you won't have to go into services and do an update and then go into the services chain library to do the same update again. So single branch clients won't see any difference, but multi-branch clients will now be able to set values for a service within the business, and that affects all branches. So this is this is obviously a, quite a big change for a lot of people um, using Forest. Will there be any training available for this? Uh, will it be with like the grow team or the training team? Do you even know yet? Absolutely, yep. So like I said, this has been launched or released over the next few weeks. I believe there's going to be some some kind of soft launches taken or I suppose early access taking place next week. Our education department have are completely up to date with it now. So it will already be incorporated in any of the training. So anyone that does want to book in and I suppose like the screens are fairly straightforward. The lads have done a great job on making it nice and easy to use. But if you do want to book into training, you can go to manager and training in your forest system and then book online training. And you'll be able to check any availability there and sit down with one of our live online trainers. Looking forward to seeing it anyways. Every every time the guys release a product update, it just seems to kind of revolutionize the way that we did things in the past. So I'm really excited for that one. Absolutely. I love this. I love this section of the monthly roundups is um, the product updates and the new features because like, remember we did the, the update kind of the end of the year, what happened in the last 12 months with Ronan. Yeah. And it just like, there was just a list of things. So we kind of decided, right, we need to do a breakdown of this every month, whether if it's a new feature launch or if it's a feature update. But there's just so much going on with the product and it's happening so fast that we're like, right, we need to start bringing this into the podcast. Yeah, 100%. And by the way, guys, if you are a Forest user and you have suggestions or um, anything that you would like to see happening in the product, we are always looking for feedback and we have user voice available for you to put in your ideas there. And if you're interested in testing out the features, we are always looking for better users. Absolutely. And I'm going to jump on board what you've just said there because I'm in the education department and we're actually working on this really cool new thing at the moment. It's called Forest Academy. So where I just mentioned there that you could book in for live online training with an instructor. What Forest Academy is going to be is it's going to be an online learning portal full of fun, interactive and bite-sized self-taught training courses. So like we know the training... uh, it's hard to kind of find time in your busy day to sit down and do training at a time that suits both you and our trainers. So the point of this is it's self-taught courses. They're going to be interactive online and on-demand training. You're going to be able to access these courses via an app. You're going to have a library of regularly added and updated courses. So where we're just talking about the services screen there, eventually we'll have a little micro course that'll only be a couple of minutes long that you could, using your app or logging in via your email, you could just watch a video or do some quick interactions and learn all about the services screen and how to use it. Now, that's just an example I'm giving. We are doing a beta test at the moment in the US and we have products and inventory course and we're working on a forest go live course we also have an introduction to forest go course there as well and by enrolling in these short courses you can also get a forest academy certificate so while this is just a beta test 
I would love for anyone to just email forestfm at forest.com or even email training at forest.com and just say, Killian, I want to join Forest Academy and I can get you set straight up and we can test it out. You can give us feedback on these courses. Is this the new way that you want to do training? Let us know. We're dying to see how it works for you. So yeah, either of those two email addresses, we'll put them into the blurb here, but give us a shout. We'll be happy to get you on board it. Happy days. So what's next on the show then? Forest FM and the Forest Blogs. This is our monthly roundup after all. We'd need to talk about what happened in April as well, yeah? <laughs> I know, I know. It's So what's this? Like, April has just felt so long. I think I say that every month, actually. You do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's that like crossover of going into May. But um, it's weird, like we've had such hot weather this month that I, I don't even know what season we're in anymore. Uh, listen, speak for yourself. We've been hit with uh, snowstorms over here. <laughs> <laughs> Winter is coming. Um, so... Yeah, so the first episode that we had in April was episode 110 with Katie Lowndes on the ABCs of hosting a successful salon retail event. So what were we talking about in this one? This was actually a really interesting one because the first thing I think of is when someone mentions hosting an event or a retail event, I'm thinking budget here. This is going to cost me a lot of money. I have to pay my staff overtime, going to be working long hours that day. But this episode wasn't exactly the case. Yeah, no, it was actually how to host one and a successful one at it on a shoestring budget, which was really, really interesting. And um, without saying too much more, we'll play a few clips for you here. If you've got a room of people, you need to keep their attention and you mm -hmm. need to give them the hard facts. Um, they don't need to know every single thing about everything. They just need to know what it is, what's it going to do for them? Why is it different? What's happening tonight? Is there a raffle? Is there a free treatment? If you book tonight, you get a discount or whatever it is. You want to get that out there into the open before you lose their attention. So I would say, okay, so the product house would do the goodie bags. So that's that cost over to them. Um, I'd normally ask for a raffle prize from them as well. So like a gift set or say three or four full size products in a bag. So they would donate that. The only cost really is how you market it. Be consistent, make sure you follow up. Um, it has to be in advance as well. You can't just go, I'm going to have an event next week, boom. Like these things take planning and, and use your product rep. Like they should be supporting you. And then the second episode we had was episode 111 with Katie Whitledge on creating digital sales funnels to drive new clients to your salon. Again, this one, it sounds like a kind of a scary topic when you, when you look at the headline there, but... Katie actually broke this down to be really, really simple. Like everyone knows that there's whole, that whole thing in the industry of, oh, it can cost up to 10 times more to attract a new client rather than retain clients. But some of the tips and tricks that Katie had here were actually like so cost effective, like literally cost nothing. To attract new clients, which was great. And it's like sales funnels, when you put it that way, it could seem scary, like you said, but really you do a lot of those things on a day-to-day -day basis. And I think to give a, an insight into this episode, uh, we'll just have to play a few clips because honestly, she really put it in the best way possible. People tend to have heard of sales funnels, but they don't really know what it means because nobody's teaching salon owners about this. So I want everybody to imagine actual funnel, okay? And at the top of the funnel, 
is awareness. People have to know you exist. The next part of a funnel, you're gonna take what you're already doing with your marketing budget and just be super intentional with it. You start with this free thing that gets awareness and interest, and then you take them up your value letter. For every step of the ladder, it costs more, but they get more value out of it. You start out with a problem, and then you're going to share the promise that you can provide to solve that problem. And then you're going to share the process in which you do that. And then finally, the proof. For us, it helps then create that engagement, that emotional connection. And now I've captured that lead. So if they're not ready to buy today, I can market to them until they are ready to buy. So that was the second episode with Katie Whitledge. This episode was from a man who managed to book himself back in. So for anyone there that has issues <laughs> rebooking their clients, just take a leaf out of this guy's book. This is Steve Gomez on interdependent leadership and holding empowering meetings. I really loved this episode. I think it was more because we can resonate with this as well, because we hold a lot of one-to-ones. We hold a lot of team meetings and all that in Forest. And like when not done correctly, they can seem like a lot of time waste, these meetings. But also sometimes you can see a meeting scheduled into your calendar and you can nearly like dread it. You've got that like daunting thing. And we know we're not the only ones that sometimes feel like that. There's a lot of people out there that kind of dread meetings. So this episode was brilliant about how to get your staff empowered about those meetings and actually look forward to the next one and actually bring topics to the table to help you stage that meeting. And there's no better way to end this podcast section um, than to play the last bit from episode 112, what Steve Gomez was saying. It's absolutely gold. Meetings can can always be magical. They must be about elevating culture. They must be about supporting somebody to grow and move beyond what they're capable of. Shift things up. Be creative. If you're just doing the same thing month in and month out, no wonder you're getting the results you're getting. And people are like, why am I going to have to sit here now for the next half hour? You know, so be creative. Ask the questions. Make it about them. Notice how you think. Shift you first and then you increase the chances that they shift as well and be patient with the process and lastly let go of your expectations accept where people are accept where they're not accept how they think accept how they don't accept how they relate and how they don't accept what shows up for them and what doesn't when you allow people to be where they're at you then can dance with them and hold them to account When you come from that place of acceptance, you become more patient. And with patient energy, you become more empowered. And with empowerment, you become a better leader. And people feel that vibe from you. They resonate with it and they want more of it. So take your time. It's not a race. It's about loving people for where they are at on the journey and allowing them to continue to gradually progress into the highest iteration of themselves. I remember listening to that. Um, or I remember listening to it. I was there. <laughs> I co-hosted it. But well, technically, what, you did listen to it while he was speaking. You know, I did listen to it. Yeah, but like we were both just sitting there with our jaws open. Like we were gobsmacked. We had absolutely nothing more to add on to that. He just like he's a great sign-off. I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, sure. Um, I suppose before we move into the blog section, there was uh, episode 113, which was live from the Salon Owners Summit Roadshow in Chicago. Um, of course, we just talked about it earlier in the episode. We're not going to play any snippets here. 
to get the real value of that episode, just go and have a listen to it in full. It's 24 minutes. It's really short. Put it on your way back home. You'll get some good vibes. You'll even get a little surprise there at the end. We switched out the outro music, our regular outro music, to Barry Quinn, our sales executive, singing Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. So yeah, have a have a listen to that. Episode 113, live from the Salon Owner Summit Roadshow in Chicago. Next up on this episode, Forest Blogs, and uh, I'm going to talk about two in particular. The first one was by Avril Keeley, and it's what to consider before setting software staff access levels. And this is a tricky topic because a lot of salon owners don't necessarily trust their staff to have full access to the software, which is understandable in some cases. And what you give access to and to who is totally on you. And and that's a decision you can make on yourself. Um, But she highlights a few things that I thought were really interesting um, to consider before you actually decide on what access level you do give to people. So the first thing she uh, starts with is trust, the foundation. A strong culture of trust will make it easier for you to decide on on an access structure and will also alleviate any worries you may have towards certain situations, like say, for instance, a staff member leaving with client details and stuff like that. Uh, Then she goes into transparency, which goes often hand in hand with trust. But, you know, some salon owners want their staff to learn about all of the inner workings of of the business. So it depends on what you want as a salon owner, as a business owner. So do you want to be very transparent with your staff or do you feel a little bit more uncomfortable with staff knowing too much about your salon? And in that case, it might be beneficial to lock down certain areas of sensitive data. Then uh, it's all about autonomy. So how much autonomy and access a team member should be granted? And to figure that one out, you really just have to speak to your staff individually, gauge what kind of responsibility they expect to have, match this with what responsibility you expect an employee to have. And while your expectations might be different, consider both sides of the coin and come to an agreement. Giving more responsibility to your team can be really rewarding for everyone, and it doesn't have to come at the cost of your privacy or authority. And then the last bit was about seniority. So A key reference for setting software staff access levels should be how long has your staff member been with you? How senior is their role? You know, do they need to have access to everything or do they need to, you know, just have basic level access? And as your team progresses in each of their chosen trades, so say if someone you've given the responsibility to one of your staff members to do social media or email marketing, you know, it might be a case of giving them more responsibility or access to those parts of the system and less to other parts. Uh, Say if you're receptionist, you want them to do more of the salon reports and get those out. Maybe you give access to that part more than someone else who is on the social media side of things. So it's really just figuring out what works for you. What do you feel comfortable with as a salon owner? And really just start trusting your staff as well. It's super important. Absolutely. We reiterate that so many times. That's a, it's a great blog. I don't get to read all of the blogs, Zoe, but I did give that one a read and it was a very good blog. And I have to say, big shout out to Avril because Avril's only just started writing blogs for us recently and she is so good. Avril comes from the first impressions department. So anyone that's ran Forest in the last few years has probably spoken to the lovely Avril. Yeah. And then the second uh, blog, which is kind of like two, actually, uh, it's a series, right? So if anyone was in Chicago at the Salon Owner Summit, you would have heard Jay Williams speak. And he was also on the podcast on episode 104. Now he's back on the forest blog this time with a video series, and it's called Eat This, Not That, A Leader's List of Ingredients to Create Better Communication. All of his videos, and we're going to release one every second week. 
uh, on the Forest blog, all of his videos are about, I want to say, 45 seconds to maximum a minute and 15 seconds. So his idea with this series is that when we frame an idea, a problem or an opportunity, we're choosing a perspective. He says, look at a glass half empty and we start conserving and protecting. Seeing the same glass as half full, an opportunity and growth emerge. Our thinking shifts simply by looking at how we choose to look at or frame something. This series explores different concepts, and it's a guide to reframing our perspective on various situations. So the first two that have been released in April were expectations versus agreements. So are you operating off expectations that your staff will show up on time with the culture that you want with everything? Or do you have an agreement that they will show up on time, support your culture, and, you know, etc.? And then the second one was courtesy versus curiosity. So when you ask questions, are you just asking a question because you feel the need to ask the question or are you actually curious to know the answer and want to discuss it more? So if you're saying, how was your day versus what was the most rewarding part of your day? Do you see the difference there? You know, so I'm laughing. I'm laughing at that one because, like, typical Irish people, how are you getting on? And it's like the response is, "How are you getting on?" So oh, no God. one actually answers anyone there. <laughs> Don't yeah. get me started on that. When I first moved to Ireland, I remember going into the office and saying, "Some like someone saying." Hey, like, how's, how's your day or whatever? And I just actually reply and just the person would just keep walking. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh okay. All right. No one's looking for a reply, Zoe. It's just a, it's just a phrase. It's a, it's a saying, like, no one's actually interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, great videos. Like I said, super short, uh, less than a minute. Most of them, if they're over a minute, they're really not that long. Um, definitely less than a minute and a half. So like I said, eat this, not that a leader's list of ingredients to create better communication. And they're by Jay Williams, speaker and author. He wrote a book called Leave Your Mark. So you can check that out and we'll have a link to his website in the show's notes. So yeah, a lot of content in this episode, but we're just about to wrap it up. We only have one more thing. And Zoe, I believe this is you. Yes, and it's all about the Salon Mentorship Hub. So you've heard about this before. I mention it in pretty much every episode of Forest FM. But again, if you're struggling with retail staff, uh, customer service, anything related to the running of your business, we've teamed up with coaches and consultants. And um, we have a website called the Salon Mentorship Hub. It's uh, salonmentors.forest.com. And you can book a free 15 to 30 minute consultation with one of our coaches and consultants that we've teamed up with. So uh, currently that means Valerie Delforge, Susan Routledge, Danielle Boucher, Richard McCabe, Phil Jackson, Jennifer Swain, Gloria Murray, David and Nicole Barnett, Stefania Rossi, Katie Lowndes, and Susie K. Brooks. So if you're ever feeling stuck uh, on a particular topic and you need to just have a chat with a business coach and figure out, you know, maybe what's the next step to get unstuck, uh, you can head over to the Salon Mentorship Hub and book your free consultation there. And well, that's all we got for this week, guys. So as always, if you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions, please send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We genuinely love feedback and are always looking for ways to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed.
Forest FM, the salon owners podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.